Ayin Amud on the second line, the next category of uh, people who came up with Ezra from Bavel to Eretz beginning of the second. Hamalalf is Mamziri Mamzerim. The Gemara asks, like it has done in all of them, Minolan, where do we know that Mamzerim came? Well, we're going to have a couple of approaches. One is over here. I put a number one. Uh, about five, six lines later, last word on the line is Ve'ele. The few words before that, Ela Mehachas, we'll end line with a number two. So where would we see that Mamzerim came? Well, Tirsiv. It's a Pasuk in Nechemia. Most of these Pasukim are from Sefer Nechemia. Ezra, this is the coming back. Vaishma San Balat HaChairani. So uh, heard by who? Now I circled Tuvia and I uh, dot underlined HaEved HaAmoini. So Tuvia was never Amoini. Uksiv is another Pasuk that says, Ki Rabin Bi Yehuda, there were many in Judea. Balish Shvuelai, who had a covenant with uh, with him, with this uh, Tuvia, Ki Chasan Hu, I underline Ki Chasan Hu, L'Shechania Ben Arach. Apparently, Tuvia was a uh, Chasan of Shechania Ben Arach. Shechania Ben Arach was a uh, regular Israel Jew. And Yehoinasan Benoi, Yehoinasan, the son of Tuvia, Lachachas Bas Mishalem Ben Brechia, who is also a Yisrael. Okay, now, uh, Tuvia was an Eved. Kesavar, this is not the Gemara speaking, who has relations with a female, a natural, regular born Jew, Havlad is a Mamzer, and then these would be the Mamzerim. Well, remember, there's a few opinions as to what creates a Mamzer. This works according to the Mandamar, who says the Vlad is a Mamzer. If um, male, uh, Gentile, or Evid has relations with a female Jew, that makes a Mamzer, so that's what we saw in this Pasuk. Elamandamar, there's another Mandamar who says the Vlad is kosher, which we actually paskin like, Michael Amemar. So then there's no Mamzerim mentioned in this Pasuk. Visu and further, who says that he had um, children in these various relationships that we see between a forbidden uh, man and woman. Maybe there were no children. Visu and further, who says even if there were children, that they were had in Bavel, uh, these uh, Jewish wives and, and, and the kids, Usliku, and then they went up with Ezra to Eretz Yisrael, Dilma, Hasam Havu. Maybe he did have them, but they were in an Israel. Elamehachas. We'd already squiggled on this Elamehacha, second approach. Says the Pasuk, uh, These are the ones who came up from those two places. Uh, colon, Kruv, Adoin, and Imer. Those apparently are three names or three descriptions. Uh, they were unable to uh, tell over the uh, their lineage, vizaram, and the, the the source of where they came from. Imi Yisraelheim, whether they were even uh, from Jews. Colon, tell Melach, which I underline tell Melach. This is referring to these are the category that we're looking for. The Mamzerim Elu Adam. They are people their activities are similar to that which was done in stone, like Mamzerus type relationship. And we all know that stone was turned into a mound of salt. So that's where we know Mamzerus from. Tel Kharsha, which I also underlined, another part of the Pasuk, what's that referring to? Well, Zeshikara Abba, Veima, Me Shatakto. And I actually would emphasize Me this is where we know Shtukis were there also. 
uh, kid calls out in uh, the public, hey, daddy, daddy, and mom says, shh, quiet, quiet. Like, she's not sure who the dad is. And I underlined here also, this is the other part of the Pasuk, and they were basically not able to even tell if they were Jewish or not. Uh, who would that be referring to? Zehu Asufi, the uh, little kid who is gathered in Shinasaf Minashuk, and we have no idea who his mother or his father um, are. Uh, period. Now, we had another part of that Pasuk about four lines ago, Kruv Adon Imer. What is that? So I underlined Kruv Adon Imer. I put a number uh, A and circled it. We're going to have two approaches. Here's the first. The next one comes in about a line and a half. Kruv Adon Imer. Amar Avavo. Amar Adon. Seb. We're going to slice and dice this Pasuk to darshan it, but said the master, in other words, the Rabbanu Shalom had said regarding the Jewish people. I had wanted all times the Jewish people to be uh, important, uh, significant in my presence, like a cherub, like one of the uh, highest level ministering angels. Unfortunately, at times in history, the Jewish people, they made themselves like a namer, which is a chaya, uh, like a wild animal, who uh, doesn't really take uh, particular care about who it has, uh, uh, who, who it procreates with. Uh, it doesn't have a, a partner. They're, they're very uh, immoral, so to speak, even though there's no morals for Nemarim. Ikadamri, alternatively, I squiggle on the Ikadamri. This would be the B approach. How do we understand Kruv Adoin Imer? Amar Abavo, Amar Adoin, so to speak, says the master of all Hashem. Samu Asman Kanemer, even though the Jewish people kind of act sometimes like low lives, they are still as significant in Hashem's presence, kikruv, as a cherub. Period. I put a triangle on this kol We're going to have a few of these. The next one, two lines later, middle of the line, kol The next one, five lines later, last two words in the line, kol another triangle. And on Amud Bey's, probably about 10, 11 lines from the bottom, the first two words of the line are Amarav. Right after that, it's Kolhanoise. That got a triangle. So we have four Kolhanoise. Anyone who marries, and we'll see. So here we go. Kolhanoise Isha She'ena Hygenesla. If you have uh, any person who um, marries a woman that is not fit for him, um, meaning, uh, he had alternative reasons why he married her, but he's, he's not, she's not a, pr- a proper for him. Malalavakasif, the verse considers it as though ki'ilu, charash l'chaloylam kuloi vizare melach. That's pretty bad. So he plowed up the entire universe, the world, and planted it with salt. Uh, quite destructive. Shneamar, like the Pasuk says, ve'elah ha'ilim, and this is the puzzle we were just dealing with. That's why this is here. These are the ones who came up. Now, this is ostensibly when the uh, Jewish people came up from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael in Sefer uh, Nehemiah Ezra. Period. And it refers to it as salt and plowed up. Amarav, Barchana, Amarav. I put a triangle in this also. Any uh, man who uh, marries a woman in Isha Lashum Mamwin. Uh, because of the money that she has, well, will we'll end up having children which are uh, not uh, fitting. Um, problematic children. Shnamar, like the Pasukas and Hoshea, Bahashem Bagadu, Ki Banim Zarim Yaladu. 
for against the Lord has he uh, dealt treacherously, uh, for uh, strange or unusual uh, children will be uh, born, will they give birth to. Well, listen, maybe they'll have strange kids, but he'll still have all that wealth that uh, he married his wife for. Note, Tamaloimar, the Pasuk continues, this is the second half of that Pasuk in Hosea, Perik, Hey, Pasuk Zayin, Ata Yoichleim, Chodesh Es Chalkeim. Now they will be devoured uh, one month, their portion. Now, Vishema Taimer, maybe you'll say, okay, Chalkoi, it's only his portion of those assets, Veloi Chalka, but not hers, so maybe you'll still have a wealthy wife. No, Tamalai Mar, it says, Chelkehem in the Pasuk, both of their portions. Now, Vashema Taimar, this man, Meruba, maybe you'll say, okay, so they'll be wealthy for 20, 30 years, but uh, maybe they'll lose it towards the end. No, Tamalai the Pasuk says, Mefurash, Chaydish, one month. My Mashma, well, I'm Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Chaydish Nichnas, Vachaydish Yitzchak. The way you look at it is like, there's a month that starts and a month goes, and that's the end of all of their financial stability. Umamainam, Avad, their money is lost. Period. Amar Rav Baruchana, excuse me. Amar Rav Rav Ada. Amila Amar Rav Rabbi Sala. Amar Rav Hamnuna. Kol Hanoisei the third uh, in our series of four triangle and Kol Hanoisei. Anyone who marries an Isha Sheino Higenesla who's not fitting for him, Eliyahu Koifteu Vakadosh Baruch Hu Roitzei. Elijah will tie him uh, uh, down, and the, the none other than the uh, Holy One, blessed be He, will whoop him. Ve Tano Eva Brisa goes for about two and a half lines and starts here. Al Kulam, Eliyahu Kaisev, Eliyahu writes, and Kaddish Baruch Hu Chaisim signs the following. Oi, loi, leposla zaroi. Woe unto the person who um, um, ruins his uh, children, his offspring. And he blemishes his family. Again, it's like who marries a woman which is, who is not fitting for him. Um, I think the Gra takes out the next four words. We pick up with the Vichol HaPoysel. Puzzle. Uh, in general, if a person is uh, a- a- accuses somebody else of being puzzle, that often indicates that he himself is puzzle. And we don't speak about uh, anything good about him ever. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Vamar Shmuel, when he's puzzling, I think in uh, modern terminology it's called projection. He's basically projecting his own. Um, lacking onto others. Now I put a brackets here, and this is maybe one of the biggest brackets in the entire Shas Bavli. It starts here. It's essentially a like a subtopic. It's a uh, I would call it a Shas classic. And it goes down down Ahmed Bays until almost about uh, thirteen lines before the end. First word of line is Al Taharher and after the word Kohen in the middle of the line the brackets end. So let's uh let's see the bracketed section. Starts the Gemara with a Maisa who gathered there was a fellow to Minahardo, the Olabay Mitzbechaya. He walked into the local butcher shop, the Pompadis in the city of Pompadisa. Amar Lehu, and he blurted out a request, Halvuli Bisra, give me some meat. Amrulay, they said back to him, Natar Adeshaka Lashame, Derev Yehuda Baryechezkel, Venesivlach. Wait until we. Measure out for the um, shamish, for the care attendant of Rav Yudah Bar the great Rav Yudah, and then we'll see to you. Amar, 
So this uh, fellow says, Who's this? Man Yehudabar Sheviskal de Kadimli de Shakal Min Kamai. Who's this Yehudabar? And he basically makes fun of his name, calls him Sheviskal, which is a play on that, like, a, who's this gluttonous Judah that is going to go before me uh, to have his meat weighed? Now, that's not really the way that people uh, should be speaking about essentially one of the daily ador. Aslu Amru Leila Rav Yehuda. So uh, there were some people who heard this and they go and they, they told Rabbi Yehuda, what did Rabbi Yehuda do? Shamte, he put him into Cherem, this uh, fellow. Rabbi Yehuda put this fellow into Cherem. Amru, they also told Rabbi Yehuda, Ragil de Kari and Shiavdi. This fellow seems to have, it was quite a common thing that he would refer to other people as a Fatim who weren't. Well, Achrezala, Rabbi Yehuda went even further than putting him in the Cherem. He actually declared that this guy himself, and I underline two words, Da'avdahu, was an Evet. Now, this fellow, who I guess had some sort of, uh, obviously a lot of chutzpah, but a, a standing in the uh, community, Azal, Hahu, this uh, fellow who had been put into Cherem, and basically declared to be an Evet by Rabbi Yehuda, Azmei Ladina Lekamei De Rav Nachman. And he uh, summoned uh, Rav Yehuda, of all people, to come to a court case in the presence of Rav Nachman in the city of Naharda. Um, Icy Piska de Hazmana. So, as yeah, even today, the uh, court summons uh, arrived. It was uh, brought that uh, the Rav Yehuda, the great Rav Yehuda, had been summoned to court in Rav Nachman's uh, court. Now, what's he supposed to do? As Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda went, the de Rav Huna. Amar Lein and Rav Yudah said to him, Ezel Eloy Ezel, what do you say? He was consulting with other rabbinical uh, gedolim. Should I go or not go? Amar Lein, well, Mezel, let me buy a Mezel. You really shouldn't go, Mishum de Gavarabat. You're like a gadol yourself. Ela Mishum Yakra de Benesia, since the truth is Rav Nachman is the son-in-law of the uh, Reish Galusa, the uh, political leader of the Jewish people. Uh, Kumzil, you should probably go because of that. So, also, he went, Ashkeche, and uh, he found this Rav Yehuda. Now, Rav Yehuda was a little bit, I don't know if you want to say ticked off, or like, this is just unbelievable that he has to go to, to deal with this, but he went, and he saw this uh, Rav Nachman de Ka'avid Ma'ake. I guess he was up on his uh, second story, his roof, and he was making a fence for the roof. Amrale. So he said to him, now we're going to have this over and over and over again, where Rav Yehuda says something, and Rav Nachman responds, and Rav Yehuda doesn't like the way Rav Nachman responded, so here we go. Um, said um, Rav Yudin Rav Nachman, and he's going to constantly be quoting Shmuel. As we know throughout the Shas, Rav Yehuda is the one who often quotes Rav and Shmuel, and here he's going to bombard Rav Nachman with all sorts of teachings that originate from Shmuel. What's the issue? He's up in his room. He says, Maybe Rav Nachman had recently appointed uh, the, the leader. Uh, we know Rav Nachman was a later generation than Rav Yehuda. In any event, he says, don't you know, like the famous teaching that when a person has been uh, appointed leadership uh, position over the congregation, he's not really supposed to be doing sort of like uh, labor in the presence of three people. It's just, it's unbecoming. It's not, not proper. So Rav Nachman says back to Rav Yehuda, well, listen, it's just a porta de de gunderisa hudik avidna. I'm just making a little gunderisa. Amarle says, Rav Yudah, well, you know, it's a gunderisa. Mi sanya, is it, is it like despised or hated or repulsive to you, the other terms that are much more commonly used? Ma'ake, dixi barais, which is the Torah term for a 
uh, a fence around uh, like a roof. Oh, mechitza dam rabbanan. That's the the word the rabbanan probably used in the Mishnayos. Amarle. So uh, the conversation continues. He says, uh, "Well, uh, how about this, Yosef Mar, uh, carpita? Do you want to sit on the carpet?" Amarle. So he said back to him, "Umisani. Well, what's a carpita? Why don't you use the the, the word that other people use, like the safsal dam rabbanan." Uh, which is the typical rabbinical term for like a bench? Oh, it's the amri inchi, which is the way that like the common vernacular. Why don't you use one of those terms? Okay, the conversation continues. mar it runga. Would you like to have some it runga? Amarle says Rav in response. Hachiamar Shmuel kolaimer et runga. Anyone who refers to an asterisk that way with the extra unnecessary nun, Tilsa Baramus Rucha is basically one-third filled with gaiva. Oh, asterisk? Use the term that people, normal people use, either asterisk, kede karyua rabbanan, the way the rabbis refer to the create sadar, or es roga, without the nun, damri inshi, which is the way that people say it. So the conversation continues, and Rav Nachman says to Rav Yudah, Lishtimar, Anbiga, would you like to have some Anbiga? Says back Rav Yehuda Amarle, Mi Sani Asparagus, Dekaryu Rabbanan, O Anpak, Damriinchi. What are you using that another strange term for? Just call it asparagus, which is what the Rabbanan refer to it as, or an Anpak drink. Amarle, okay, it continues. Rav Nachman says to Rav Yehuda, Tasi Dunag Tashvekin. Um, Tasi Dunag. Uh, Come to my house and um, they'll serve us. Amarle says um, says back Rav Yehuda to uh, Rav Nachman, You can't have your, your wife uh, and daughter serve us because uh, you can't have a woman serve. Well, Ketanahi... Said Rav Nachman, don't worry, she's not bas mitzvah yet. Well, comes back reviewed and says, Beferish Amar Shmuel. Like, specifically did Shmuel say, Eimishtam Shem Be'isha, Klal, you cannot use a woman like to serve you or take care of your uh, public personal needs, Ben Gedoyla Ben Ketana, whether she is above 12 or even below 12. Nishtar Leymar Shamaliyat. Okay, fine. Uh, would you like, like me to send uh, your fondest regards uh, your Shalom Aleichem to Yalta, who was Renachman's wife. Amrle says, Rav Yuda, Hachi Amr Shmuel, Kol Isha Erva. Uh, no, because the uh, sound of her voice is forbidden because of Erva. Uh, so says Rav Nachman, Efshayadei Shaliach. Well, uh, we could do it, we could have like an emissary as the go between. Amrle, Hachi Amr Shmuel. Nope, we can do that either because, like Shmuel said, Ain Shalom Bishalom. Isha. Uh, you don't ask after a woman, a married woman. It, it could cause unnecessary um, attraction between a married woman and some man other than her husband. Well, how about if you do it all your day, Bala, via your husband? Amarle says back of Yehuda, well, you just don't ask after a, another man's wife. Who, now, Yalta was obviously overhearing part of this conversation, and she sent, I don't know, like a note into the front room or a text or something like that. Sharile Tigre, uh, can you just like deal with Rav Yehuda's uh, issue, Deloitte Nishvayich Kishar Amaris? Because he's basically making you look like a total fool. Uh, you know, so he doesn't continue to 
um, uh, make you appear to be uh, like um, any Amara. It's just like deal with this issue. So Amarle um, says Rav Nachman, Rav Yuda, my Shiate Demarhacha. Like what caused you to fly over here? What, co- what like what brought you over here? Um, Amarle says Rav Yehuda. Well, actually, I don't really want to be here, but he says Taska de Hasmanusa Shadar Mara Basroi. Uh, you basically sent me a, uh, a summons, a subpoena, and, and that's why I'm here. Amarle says, uh, Rav Nachman, back to Yudo, on the, you think I would summon you to this court? Hashta now, Shusa Demar Loi Gemirna, the, the language and the words that, uh, Master says, I don't, I'm not even sure what uh, they are. Taska de Hasmanusa, a court summons, Mishardarna. Uh, Lamar, you think I would I would summon you to court? Like I don't, you're so far above uh, anything I understand. Even, well, what did Rav Yudi brought the evidence? Afik diska de hasmenuse. He produced the court summons. Mibe chade from his. He pulled it out from his jacket. and showed it to Mamrale. So said Rav Nachman. Oh, what do you know? Look, he here. Hagavra. Here's the guy. Vehad diska. And here's the court summons. Amarle. Um, so said Rav Nachman uh, back to him. Well, Hoyel va'asa mar lahacha since Rav Yehuda came here. Lishtai milay kihechi delay limru lishtai milay like let's hear your issue, let's hear your case. So uh, so people won't say if I you know if I pass in your favor that I was favoring you. What what's the case? Um, so that people won't say mechan fi rabbanan The rabbis show favoritism to one another. So amarle. Um, my time is Nachman says, "Okay, uh, well then, explain to me, uh, Rav Yehuda, why did you put that guy in Chayim?" Well, answered Yehuda, "Seir Shlichaderabanan. He was causing uh, hassles and and difficulties for emissaries of the rabbis." Okay, so says then, uh, Rav Nachman, "Vinagdeimar. Why, why don't you uh, whoop him? Uh, what are you putting him in Chayim for?" And not only that, comma connector de Rav, uh, one of your rebbes. Mangid al used to give uh, administer lashes to somebody who would hassle one of the rabbinical um, emissaries. Well, says Nachman, you know what I did? Adif mine I did something even more intense than that. Says Nachman back, my taima achris marale de Well, on the other issue, why did you like public announce he was an event? Amarle, so Rav Yud explains, because uh, the, uh, the the reality was that he, this person, who uh, Rav Yud declared to be an Eved, that person would actually call many other people uh, Eved, and, and that is uh, wrong and problematic. The Rogil de Karyinshi, Avdi. Vitani, and is sort of the connection to what we were dealing with uh, before we got to the story, Kol HaPosel, Posel. In general, if a person uh, is accuses others of something, they often have that issue uh, themselves. Connector Amar Shmuel. We saw this already. Again, projection. Amar da Amar Shmuel Amechashle says Rav Nachman. Um, well, maybe Shmuel was saying that you should like uh, be choshish, should be concerned, but la mi amar that you should like publicly announce. Do you think that he said? Well, adahachi In the in term, amaleahu bardine lerav Yehuda. So says Rav Yehuda ledidi karasli avda. I guess this guy was there the whole time because it was a court case, so it must have been both parties. You calling me an evid? I am descended from the royal Hasmonean uh, family. Amarle, so uh, says uh, 
Rabbi Huda backed him, well, that's wonderful, but Hachimar Shmuel called on me to base Chashmonoyim, anyone who claims that they're from the Chashmonoyim, you know what? After who is actually an Eved? Amarlei. So it says Rav Nachman back to him, Loi Savar Lamar, Lahadam Rabbi Abba, Amar Rav Huna, Marav, Kol Tamar Chacham, Shemoya Halacha Uba. If what he was saying was theoretical before the actual incident, then we'll give credibility to it. says back Rav Yuda, Rav Masna holds just like I do. Now, as fate would have it, which we know there's no such thing, um, Rav Masna, that Rav Masna had actually not been in the Nahardar region where this story is taking place for 13 years. Ahu Yuma, that day of all days, Asa, he came. Amrale, so says Rav Yudas Rav Masna, Dakir Mar, sir, do you remember uh, what uh, Shmuel was saying? Kikaya. When he had like one foot still on the uh, uh, land and one foot on the banks of the river and the other foot on on the bridge or the barge that was going to take him across, Amarle, he says, Yes, I do. He said, Anyone who claims that, Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, descended from the Chashmanaim, Kasina, Avdahu, Deloy Ishtayer Minayu, he is an Evid because there actually remains none of them, Ella. Hahi Ravisa was only a particular, one particular young lady, and uh, she's not with us anymore because de Salka Le Igra, because of her intense uh, pain, uh, spiritual pain of being in that situation, she went up to the roof of Ramya Kalav Amra and declared, Kold Amar, anyone who claims in the future, Mibes Chashmonayana, Avdahu is actually a Evid. Nafla Meigra, and she essentially uh, threw herself off the roof, U Misa. And she passed away. Ooh, uh, let's pause it here at the word uh, achrays.